1: Here we go. We've
0: got him loud and clear. I've got a little text message saying there might be about 15 seconds behind. Is it two hours in front and 15 seconds behind?
1: Do you know what I did wrong? What'd you do? Like, I know our cross is at exactly 3.45. Yes. And in my head, I was taking us up to 3.40, thinking that was a cross, but that was the ad break. So I kept talking, uh-huh. "Go, Julian, where are you? Julian, Julian, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> And Captain K, my producer, said, uh, you got to go to an ad break first. So that was the 15 seconds. Go, completely my cocker.
0: I'm having a lot of fun on the program today because um, Coach K mentioned Dyson Daniels. He's an Australian NBA basketballer, and it got me thinking about alliterative Sports name. So I'm trying to piece together an alliterative rugby league team and an alliterative cricket 11. Now, Jace, who rings us regularly on the open line, he's a proud Kiwi staffy. Mm. So naturally he goes, I'll give you Chris Cairns, Andre Adams, and Scott Styrus. Oh, I but see. it occurred to me. So that you see what I'm doing here? Yeah, that I that do. That it occurred to me, I don't think I've had any rugby nominations yet. So the first one that jumped to my head was Christian Cullen. It'd be pretty hard to go past him mm. in terms of, of sheer quality. Well... It,
1: to, to me, best rugby player ever, still. still. Cullen? Christian Cullen, yep. Okay. Um, good trotter too. Very good trotter and very good <laughs> sire. Oh, yeah,
0: well, that's more important almost, isn't it? <laughs> yes, oh, he's got yeah. four kids
1: too, Cully. Um, I'm trying to think, oh, What? well, no, so you need a Christian name. So I was going to say Zinzan, but his surname was Brooke. No, that's uh, right. So we can't right. go with that. Jeez, you've put me on the a little text no, message about five minutes ago. Could have been quite good. Oh, yeah,
0: good one, Kay. Good. Well, the joys of live radio, Just I thought I'd hit you unprompted. But, you know, you think about Andre Agassi, Boris Becker and in the tennis, David Duval, in the golf, and there's plenty in rugby league. So I'm, I'm in the process, Staffy, of putting together my alliterative rugby league team. I can tell you I've got the great Clive Churchill at fullback, Mal Meninga. So there's a few.
1: Oh, just yes. To,
0: just to get, yeah, Luke Lewis, of course, some really good names. And if I think of any Kiwis, I'll get a couple in. But my cricket team... Chris Cairns will be my all rounder. Has to be,
1: no. has he to be. just a game changer, wasn't he? And um, had a real health scare not too long ago. Julian,
0: how's he tracking? By the way, I haven't read the latest. Um,
1: I think it's a long road to recovery. Last time yeah. I saw a picture of him, he was still in a chair, um, but he has high hopes of getting back up on his feet.
0: Yeah, I saw some. I'm sure I saw some pictures of. of Cairns, he's sort of doing some rehab in the swimming pool as well. Um, you know, hopefully, he's, he's a wonderful, wonderful cricketer, as was his dad, you know, big hitter of mm. the cricket ball. Now, Wellington Phoenix, uh, this has been big news over here about this decision to stage the next three A-League Grand Finals in Sydney, in Sydney. Wellington Phoenix have said, look, we don't like it. Our preference is that the Grand Finals are played at the city of the highest-ranked qualifier, as has been the case. But on the flip side, we understand the financial pressures in the A-League, and the funding model might work in, in the short term. So we'll do our best to make sure our fans who want to attend are given every opportunity too. If Wellington Phoenix were the top-ranked side, normally you'd have the right to host the grand final. How would you feel about having to fly to Sydney to watch them play in neutral territory?
1: Not happy. Not happy because, my God, I mean, the Phoenix have battled hard and long and um all that time they spend in Australia. They've probably spent four seasons worth in Australia than the last two with the, with the COVID situation, living over there. But if we were to make a, a GF as top qualifier, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So someone better come to the party to subsidise some FFs.
0: Yes, Go on, Jacinda. <laughs> Free airfares to all the members, you know. <laughs> we'll, we'll reserve the Southern Bay at, at Out Stadium, if need be. Yeah, so, oh, oh, look, I understand. They reckon it's uh, north of $15 million. That's the amount of money that they're wow. going to get by agreeing to this deal with Destinations New South Wales. But, you know, the thing about it is, is that, you know, Rugby League grew out of a New South Wales competition. The AFL grew out of a Melbourne competition, which is why they stage the grand finals in those respective cities every year. The A-League's not like that. It's been hosted in every major city in its almost two decades, with the exception of of Wellington. And now, you imagine like Melbourne City, Melbourne Victory, they pack out Amy Stadium in Melbourne. All of a sudden, I oh know we just got to up and fly to Sydney. It doesn't make sense to me, even though there's money on the table.
1: Yeah, like. The commercialism of sport, these I mean, $15 million? God, you just can't walk away from that. Um, so, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. It's its a bit sour, but I do get it because, boy, there's been some financial harpoons in the last couple of the years, Kingo.
0: What about Eddie Jones? Uh, England punted him, which surprised me. I thought they would have given him to the World Cup given how close it is. And he seems to be a guy, doesn't he, that, that peaks in the World Cup cycle. He, he rubs people up the wrong way. He's, it's sort of his way or the highway, where do you reckon he's going to end up? Look, I mean, from a a rugby-mad perspective, do you see him returning to Australia?
1: I think if he wants to, he will. Uh, I think Australia will want him back. I think the IP that he has around Northern Hemisphere rugby is incredibly valuable, nine months out from the World Cup. Um, He could probably make more money. Uh, He could definitely make more money in Japan, in the U.S., probably anywhere else uh, Australian rugby don't have much coin at all I can't see him sitting in the coach's box next to Dave Rennie but I can see him in some sort of consultant role as well but yeah I would say Australia will make him an offer of some sort I don't know what shape or form it will take him in but um I still think he's a good coach, and he's a campaign coach. He's not a year-in, year-out type of coach. He's yeah. a campaign coach, and you're right. Uh, the World Cup's a campaign.
0: Got a really good text from Tony on the text line. Murray Mexted.
1: Perfect. There a, you go. A regular guest. We've got some too. Bowden Barrett.
0: Bowden Barrett. Cooper Cronk. Yes, I've got Cooper. He's my starting halfback, Cooper Cronk. Is he really? Yeah, yeah has to be. Has to be. Um,
1: what, what about Davey Dum-Dum? Who? Dave Warner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can you leave? Can everyone leave David Warner alone? No, the man has suffered enough.
1: We can't. I was talking to Matty White, Matty yes. White, uh, the other day, and I said, "Are there any sympathisers at all for Davey Warner over in Australia?" And he said, "There's oh, no, quite hey. a few." Well, he said, "There's a Look, few, there are but some." Yeah, but like there are some,
0: but on the text line, every time it comes up, I. <laughs> It'd be 50-50 at best.
1: Mm. If, if I took I to, to the say, streets yeah. in New Zealand to go and mm. search for um, someone that like David Warner, I'd still be walking next Christmas.
0: Yeah. But do you think that also has to do with the fact that he's Australian and is it any chance to kick an Aussie while he's down?
1: Oh, look, it's a backward step in the first place if you're Australian, but you can take forward steps. In fact, we hey, were thinking... that's all we've got time
0: for today.
1: <laughs> we love Nathan Lyon.
0: How could you not like Nathan Lyon? We love Nathan So Steve O'Keefe, who, who works with us here, he goes, Nathan's the sort of guy that would have a beer with anyone at the yeah. pub. The sort of bloke he is.
1: Absolutely like, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. brilliant. King right, mate. have a great well, Christmas, buddy.
0: And you too, my friend. All the best. there.
1: Oh, just like that, they cut him off. Or is that you cut him off? They cut us off. You cut us off. Captain K in control. Fooey, fooey, moi, moi. Oh, boom. There is an absolute – didn't he fall from grace? With that um, – was it Twitter? Was it Instagram? And his ex-partner took screenshots of all the messages. Oh, my Lord, that's just taken me back. Was it phooey, phooey, moe, moe? Yeah, it was. Oh it was George Gregan. Oh, they're coming in. They're coming in. <laughs> all right. We'll have our very last break. Um Afternoons with Staffy having its very last break. Thank you to golf. They fuel your mission all year around. Go and play four rounds of golf for cancer to do. Cancer Society, the longest day. Google it. Raise some money for the great team at the Cancer cancer Society. Don't know where that starter came from. Uh, The run home, we're joining you after four, but we'll come back after this.